All right, time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frandy. What's up, Hick? I'm uh, doing great, Frank. Doing great. And thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the very best of the business. Uh, visit se-ortho.com for any of your orthopedic needs in Jacksonville, Florida. We're taping this Monday morning. We got another big one tonight. Oh, that Gator Hoop team has crawled back to three and three in the SEC, Frank. Keep yeah. hope alive. Yeah, and got to win this one now. I mean, Ole Miss has lost four in a row, Hick. Um, it's going to be tough. They're probably not going to win at Tennessee on Wednesday. Right. So this is a big one, man. You win the, you got to get to nine. Yeah. Now, I thought about this. Okay. You got to get to nine. This gets you, this gets you to three and three. Then you got six left. Well, you got Georgia twice. You got Ole Miss again. You got some winnable games coming up here, but you, you, because you lost those first three, you can't mess this up. So right. big, big game tonight, uh, on ESPN plus, by the way, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the plus game is what you got tonight, oh, no. Dan. Big game, though. Big game for him tonight. Well, listen, let's go back to uh, uh, the win over Vandy. You know, <laughs> I hate to say this. Uh, watching the Gators win their last two, in a way, makes me feel worse about this team in some ways than, than feel better, even though they won the f- basketball game. Obviously, the formula is uh, if you get the ball behind the arc and you have any kind of possible uh, open, let it rip. Uh, yeah. They did it 36 times on Saturday. But they only made nine, but I guess, I guess that's the formula. We're gonna we're gonna have to get find some points here, and we can't wait for you know uh, uh, Jatoba inside. Although he played pretty well on Saturday. You know, you know, I'm gonna sound crazy when I say this, and I saw your your tweeted the nine of the thirty six, and I was thinking it when you tweeted it. I'm okay with that. I think look, they have no post scoring with Castleton out of the game. None. They have nobody can score inside. So I think the only way they can win is to jack up threes fast. Now you're going to have nights where you don't make very many of them because they're not a very good shooting team, but it gets them into a rhythm of shooting them and playing a little faster. Uh, yeah. You want to make more than 25%. I know that, but I thought I liked the way they're playing. I think it helps them play defense this way. I think it gets them into a rhythm. So as, as ugly as it was, I, I don't think it's a coincidence, Dan, that they shot fast, shot a lot of threes, and also held Vanderbilt to 14 points in the second half. I thought they got into a good rhythm. So, good defense, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and I think that kind of fed it. So I, I think they're going to play this way tonight at Ole Miss. I think they're going to have to shoot the heck out of it. Hope they make some of them. Uh, and also, think, I don't think Reeves will be – crazy Reeves isn't going to be two of nine very often. I think he's a good shooter. Right. I, I don't know where he's been all year, but I think he's a legitimately good shooter. And, and if Appleby can, take, can get rid of the turnovers and just slow down a little bit, he's also a good shooter. Um, yeah, I, I think you got to shoot those threes. I, I, I hope that's how they play tonight. I really do. They're kind of reinventing themselves as they go, obviously. Uh, uh, you heard anything at all on Castleton? I mean, we heard significant amount of time. It looks to me like they're trying to see if the shoulder can somewhat heal so he can play through it. And that he, my guess is, and I'm just speculating here, is that he'll probably need surgery at some point. And I wonder what this, that yeah. situation is. No, I hear you. It, 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 that's the logic, isn't it? Yeah. That he's probably heard it badly enough that at some point they've got to do a procedure. Who knows? Who knows what he – they're not saying that he dislocated, that he separated, that he tear a labrum. And they're probably wise not to tell that. You know, you don't want to – I mean, because teams can prepare differently. Right now they've got everybody thinking he might play the next game, which is kind of the way to go about it. Who knows? If he tore his labrum, it's, it's a bad injury. Right. You know, so we don't know what happened. My guess is he's not playing tonight or Wednesday. And then they can breathe a little bit, get back home. So um, I would wonder if you'll see him. I like the fact that they keep saying it's day-to-day and they'll let yeah. you know every yeah. – I don't know if I completely believe that. Right. But but I like the fact that that's what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So I would guess you're not going to see him tonight. I, I doubt he made – well, he, he's been making the trip, hasn't he? So, but, but I don't think you're going to see him Wednesday against Tennessee. 
then maybe he plays through it after that. But, uh, but again, shoot, they got to get shots up. They got to play fast and get shots up because they've done a better job. I, before I was, I liked, I was encouraged by the win. I, I know they're going to be a clunky shooting team, but look, they won a conference game by 19 points. Yeah. Against a team that came in with the same record as they did. Yeah. And Scotty, and Scotty Thurman Jr. Scotty Scotty Thurman. Scotty yeah, Pippen Jr. is a really good player. Yeah, bad and night. They really Ooh. shut him down. So I was yeah. encouraged. Yeah. Hey, Frank, uh, I know that you're desperately want to mention uh five straight conference wins for the Gator women's basketball program. Right. Uh, the first time in 13 years that's happened is they took down. Hey, Mulkey, you know, you can pull that stuff at Baylor. Right. But when you come to LSU, <laughs> you got to go against against the Gators, Mulkey. Yeah. Hey, let, let me, well played. Yes. Um, hey, let me retell a story I told last week on the on the podcast. Yeah. So I was so you know Jordan Mincy's a really good guy, the head coach uh, at Jacksonville. He's a good guy, and Alex Ricker Gilbert, the JU AD, is a good friend of mine. They're a big client of the radio station, so I spent a lot of time over there. So I'm over there preseason month, a couple months ago, Dan, and I'm watching them practice, mm-hmm. and and I'm sitting with Alex Ricker Gilbert, who's the AD. And, and I see, I see a lady come over to say hello. Mm-hmm. Well, she is bright and vibrant and full of life and charismatic. And we're laughing. Turns out it's Kelly Ray Finley, the interim Florida women's basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you, I was overwhelmingly impressed with her, with her charisma, with her. She was funny. She's talking basketball. We're all, so the, so the three of us probably talked for 20 minutes. Okay. And they, they had introduced me and Alex said, this is the new Florida basketball coach, Kelly Ray Finley. So she walked off and I told Alex, I said, wow, what an impressive young person this is. Mm-hmm. I mean, impressive way she carries herself. She had two of her players over there with her and they really responded to her. And Jordan was kind of cutting up with her because he, they were good friends. And I thought, my goodness, I am really impressed with this person. And I am serious about that. And I told Alex that then because we don't talk a lot about women's basketball, we probably should more. We don't, I didn't think a lot about it. Right. Until they get on this winning streak. And I thought, you know, she's a good coach. I mean, she's yeah. got a, had a great resume before they hired her to be an assistant there. And who this might be Carol Ross did a great job with that program many, many years ago. And I got to be friends with Carol and she's really a sharp person. I, yeah. I really liked her. Then she, she left, went back to Mississippi and they haven't been good since, since Carol Ross left, the program hasn't been very good. This might be the next coming of Carol Ross. I'm really, seriously, really impressed with Kelly Ray Finley. I really well, am. I'm excited for her, and I hope she gets the job. I'd remove the interim tag already. I mean, I, again, I don't know enough about, about right. it as well, but, you know, it's nice to see. I mean, they beat two ranked teams back-to-back. That's pretty impressive, Kentucky and LSU, so uh, congrats to them. Uh, Hayden Hansen, Frank, I know yes. you've done your homework. What can you tell us all about Hayden Hansen? Well, being that you're the recruiting beauty oh, yes. reporter, I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Yes. Um, here's what I want. He's six foot seven. Very good. I At the, and, and I look, look, we always want to believe the best. Well, this is a Gator podcast, so I don't care how many stars he has. Yeah. Once, once we sign him or get a commitment from him, we convince him he's pretty good and he's right. going to be a, a, a dark horse or whatever, a sleeper. He is six foot seven. He looks the part. He looks like a run and jump guy. Uh, my guess, just looking at him, he's going to do more pass catching than blocking. Right. You know, he looks like he looks like that kind of a guy. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I find myself uh, number one because he's, because he's HH. I immediately think Hunter Henry and Hayden Hurst. OK, yeah. So, yeah. so, so okay. in my mind, this is okay. this combination of Hunter Henry and Hayden Hurst. All right. I like what I saw. I think I love what they're doing in recruiting. Man. I am so excited. I'm becoming yeah. a recruitnik again. I haven't I been know. a recruitnik in forever. Yeah, I love what they're doing here, man. They got Matthews to safety in there who apparently had an all world visit. And, and Napier is apparently going to see him tomorrow. Um, I, 
I am over the moon for what this guy Billy Napier's doing. I, I'm like, I'm like, maybe I'm just it's fool's gold, and I'm fooling myself. We'll find but, out. What do you? What about you? What do you think about all this? Uh, you know what I've said. I, I am so excited about what's happening in this offseason. Again, I I temper it because I think I don't. I, we're gonna all fool ourselves into believing that next year they're gonna be a is gonna be a great season. Maybe we're not fooling ourselves. Maybe they will, but I don't right. think the expectation should be through the through the roof. I think you got to give Billy Napier some time. But the inroads that he's making, the the people that he's hiring, the the groundwork that he's laying, the vision that he has are all, you know, listen, you are chasing down a monster in Alabama and Georgia ain't that far behind. I know Georgia's on top, but, I, you know, when the, the best receiver on Georgia goes to Alabama. Right. And, and, and a running back who was coveted by everybody in the SEC and went to Tech goes to Alabama uh, to play with the Heisman Trophy winner who will be back next year. I mean, they're a monster, a monster. And you can't catch the monster and kill the monster in a day. In a, we're, we're setting off on the journey, Frank. The journey has started, but we've got to go deep into the woods, Frank, to slay the monster. We're not coming back for a little while, okay? We're yeah. taking our gear with us. And we're going deep into the woods and we, we're going to come back bloodied and battered and bruised, but hopefully we slay the monster, but it's going to be a hell of a fight, Frank. Well, well said, but that was, that was beautiful is what that was. I, I know beautiful when I see it, that was just beautiful. Um, but let me say this <laughs> about I that. Just say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We're not going to beat Alabama in a while. And I'm with you, yeah. but you know what? I got a hunch. Let's, let's get back to beating Kentucky. And yeah. let's keep beating Tennessee. Yeah. And let's go back to beating South Carolina and Missouri. Yeah. And let's let's get it back to let's get it very quickly back to eight, nine, and ten wins. Yes. That's first. Yeah. And, and that maybe sure eight, eight is doable. Nine is, you know, but yeah. those are yeah, those are realistic. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, remember when 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 the right coach gets in there, I mean, again, I, I'm not comparing, I'm not saying Billy Napier, Steve Spurrier, okay. But I know in 1989. They were terrible. They were seven and five. They went to the Freedom Bowl. They got whacked by Washington 31 to seven. And it took the thing his was a disaster. Off. <laughs> I was in the newspaper business at the time, covering them. As, I was a, the, the Gator beat writer for the Florida Times Union. Mm-hmm. I'm in Anaheim, California. I've got this awful cold, kind of like I do now. I got this awful cold. They're losing 31 to seven. It's, I've been out there six days. Uh, I just want to get home. And I get a call from my editor the day. The, as the Freedom Bowl is going on, as they're getting whacked by Washington, Donald Douglas ran for a 75-yard touchdown to start the game. I don't think they had a first down after that. It was that bad. <laughs> uh, Emmett Smith, 11 carries, seven yards in that game, by the way. So, so it's this miserable day, right? And then I get this call, hey, they're announcing Steve Spurrier as the coach the next day. So I fly on this red eye that night because I got to be in Gainesville to cover it. I get back to my apartment, single guy with no money and no clothes. I do my laundry so I can have something to wear the next day. <laughs> get down to Gainesville for the press conference. Spurrier says the world's going to change. We're going to start beating Georgia. We're going to play Miami. We're going to have grass on the field. We're going to throw the football. Remember how you felt then? I mean, oh, yeah. I felt to that press conference. And all of a sudden, he's 9-2 and two and essentially wins the SEC. Now, they didn't let him keep it because of, because of the NCAA thing. But he essentially showed up and won the SEC because he changed the rules. Well, I'm not saying Billy Napier is going to do that. What I am saying is I have this feeling that it's going to have that kind of a turnaround. It may not be as dramatic. It may be more Charlie Pell-like, go get all the good players. Is Unlike Steve Spurrier, throw all the corner routes. But I just get this feeling that 
that something special is happening. And maybe I'm just being, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. But yeah. I'll tell you what, the Kool-Aid tastes good, Dan. I like drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, Billy, look, I mean, history has taught us that Florida can do great things in football, but they got to have a great coach. So right. you said something special is happening. Well, they, if they have a special coach and something special is happening, then, then they will do great things. I mean, that's what, look, we've, I mean, Florida football has been around a long time and you got Steve Spurrier and you got Urban Meyer. And, you know, if you want to throw coach Graves in there, we can, we can talk about that. But when you have a great coach, great things happen. If you don't have a great coach, good things happen, but not great things. Right. Is that yeah, fair that, to say? Absolutely. I think that's dead on. And I think, this guy, the only thing, even now, the only thing we're not – look, is there anybody that doesn't think they're going to have a great recruiting class year after year after year with this guy? Nobody right. thinks. Everybody's right. – we may be wrong, but we're convinced of that. Right. The only thing we don't know is how he'll coach on the field. And let me tell you my guess on how he coached on the field. Tell me if you agree with this. It's the first time he's ever coached, been a head coach at this level, all mm -hmm. right? All right, he's going to call some good plays. Mm -hmm. He's going to call something that doesn't work. He's going to change out his quarterback coach or his receiver coach. He's going to learn this. That's going to be a work in progress. It always is. For the first time a guy gets to this level, it's always a work in progress. So there's going to be some patience needed there. Right now, they're a run-oriented power spread. Well, that might change. You know, that right. might change. Is he, I mean, Nick Saban changed it. Nick Saban was a run-oriented team. And he yeah. figured, well, to keep winning these national championships, I got to go to a passing spread. Mm -hmm. So he went to a passing spread. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to see that evolve a little bit. But I think what you said, the going in the woods and coming out bloody and coming out bloody with a bunch of five stars, mm -hmm. I think that part's going to happen right out of the gate. I think oh, we've already seen it. Oh, Frank. I love it. You love oh, it, didn't you? Oh, Frank. And that's excited right there is what Dude, happened, didn't you? I always get goosebumps when I hear stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I, I, again, um, yeah, super excited. Love what's happening here in the offseason with football. Looking forward to spring practice. Looking forward to everything. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm ready to gator up, man. I'm, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait for everything. Yeah. And let me say this. Tell me mm -hmm. if you feel this, too. I, I get this. I, I'm a big Scott Strickland guy. You know that. Scott's mm -hmm. a friend of mine. I really mm -hmm. like him. I've known him since the 80s when he was at Mississippi State. He's a really good person. I, I like where I think the program is. It's mm -hmm. not all perfect yet. No. But is, even though not everybody cares about women's basketball, the fact that they've turned the corner is cool. The fact that they're about to launch this football standalone facility that it, is kind of cool. The fact that basketball, I don't know where men's basketball is headed. I hope Mike White's there for a long time. I, I think there's some, some question, what, but, but I like the fact that they're playing with a toughness right now. And uh, I think tonight they're going to win their fourth straight game. So I feel, I feel there's energy in the program. There's no drama in the program. I, I mean, program wide. Yeah. I, I certainly think that Sully knows that last year got away from him a little bit. Right. I think he's excited about what he's got. Right. I feel a general good feeling about the Florida athletic program. Yeah. Overall. Do you agree with that? I do, but you know what? You need that because we talked a little bit last week, the sec and yep. sports is just through the roof, man. I mean, name the sport. It ain't easy in the SEC, my man. It used to be just football, and now you look up and you're watching Auburn and Kentucky slug it out, and Auburn's probably going to go to number one today in the country in, right. in basketball. Where you know, uh, 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 so and then you look at baseball, and we talked about all those ranked teams in the top ten from the SEC, and you can oh, you, you want to talk women's sports? We certainly can. You know, uh, basketball, <coughs> softball, gymnastics, uh, all terrific. Uh, 
We got men's tennis, though. We're, we're loaded and ready to roll. Want to get another natty there and get another T-shirt, Frank. Yeah, I love you and your T-shirts. Yeah, I, I, so, we'll, so we'll see. And speaking of that, by the way, before we wrap this thing. Yes. I saw a neat story. Nick, Nick Delatore, who does a great job covering the Gators, wrote, and, he, and he's the best covering Gator baseball because he really, he's a former college baseball player and he, and he likes it. Nick does a great job. Yeah. He wrote an interesting column the other day that most of the teams or many of the teams in the SEC are using the COVID rule and that, that, that extra COVID year you can have. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they've all got a bunch of five and six year players. So they have these old college baseball teams. And Sully didn't do that. Sully's, Sully's still got a freshman-laden team, and he's got some veteran guys. But um, I'm really interested to watch Florida baseball this year. Yeah. Second year in the new park. Uh, no COVID restrictions now. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I really – they've got some guys. Obviously, Hunter Barco is critically important because he's their number one starter. Uh, but I'm excited. I mean, the fact that Jed Fabian's back, the fact that Rivera and Halter – and 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 Kalalau and a lot of those guys, uh, Chris Armstrong, are all back. I mean, I'm kind of excited about that already. Yeah. I know you are too. We're kind of yeah. both baseball guys. Yeah. But I, I think that's going to be a very intriguing watch this year. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I look forward to it and see can they develop it. And this is Sully's strength, but he's got to develop the the pitching. Sort yeah. of has let him down here last year. So can he get that? Because I mean, the SEC man, those three game sets, you got to have a one, two, and three in a bullpen. I mean, you just have to. It's that's right. It's uh, it's incredible stuff to watch, but yeah, it's a good good point. The program's in a great place right now, and hopefully continues to to shoot upwards. Shoot All upwards. Right. All right. As we wrap, yes. um, feel good about again. We're we're doing this on Monday. If you don't hear it on Monday, then this is going to sound old to you. Yeah. Do you like them tonight in Oxford, Mississippi? Uh, I do. I do. Oh, They're sure. five point favorites. Ole Miss yeah. has been playing bad basketball. Um. So, but Florida on the road, you know. This is a really important game, man, because like you said, it's it, we're looking at four and four after this week, which would be fine uh, to climb back to four and four. Right now, you would take after an 0-3 start to be three and five. You're back still up against the wall. You still have two with Kentucky, too. Don't forget. And I just, boy, Kentucky looked long and athletic on uh, on Saturday against Auburn. I don't see how we're going to match up with those guys. So unless we have one of those rare, unbelievable shooting nights. So. Yeah, I would say this is their their must win games, man. You got to beat these teams that are b- below you. You have to. Yeah, recruiting's going well. Let's yeah. get another win in basketball. No, I'm and I man. like where this thing's going. Good stuff, Dan. That's yes, all things sir. Gators. All things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. Yeah, and thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, se-ortho.com, uh, for all your orthopedic needs in Jacksonville. Frank, you have a terrific week. You too, Eric. All right, bro.